his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 927 now. Jordan Fiegel, Manning Master Control. What the hell are you doing in there, Fiegel? What is this? Oh, it's Christmas music. Oh, who knew? Oh, here we go. Now we're getting into the Christmassy part of it. Dr. Judy Ho. Dr. Judy. Who is this, Jordan? Who's singing this? Taylor Swift. Oh, sure. I knew that. I'm a big Swifty. Dr. Judy Ho joins us, clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. How are you, Dr. Judy? I'm doing great, Tommy. You're a Swifty? Okay. Something yeah, sure. Absolutely. Today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Me? You kidding? I'm a big Swifty. That was my favorite song that he played just now, which I just found out was a Taylor Swift song. Um, happy holidays, <laughs> Dr. Judy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, you know, we we find out the forecast is going to be, it's actually colder today here in New Orleans, and it's going to be in the area than it will be on Christmas Day. A lot of people, and I guess we may as well start there, want this image of Christmas being cold and snowy and Christmas cardy. Not always the case. <laughs> um, I, that kind of, though, is the first step toward managing expectations, I guess, when it comes to the holidays, is it not? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's really hard for people to manage expectations around the holidays because obviously they've been thinking about it probably for a bit of time. There's also expectations of what past years may have been in terms of how everything went, wanting to do things differently, wanting to improve. And then there's just the social pressures about the holidays. You know, everyone's asking, hey, what are you doing? What you know, what kind of cool things are you up to? And then you want to be able to have something to say about that instead of just say, well, I don't know. I actually kind of don't really feel like putting something together. Or maybe I'm in out with my family and don't really want to even talk to them right now. And yet I'm supposed to pretend that everything is fine because it's the holiday. Well, let, let's start there, uh, I guess, since you said it. What do you do uh, if you are on the outs with your family? Not, I, I think that... By definition, if a family is functional, it is dysfunctional because that's not the norm. But dysfunction is not uncommon amongst families. And um, I don't know. What do you do? Do you try to patch it up for the holidays? Do you wait until after? What's the best strategy there? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that it's going to be very, very difficult to try to patch up before the holidays if you're just feeling that way. And then yet you still have to see everybody 
And at the same time, you don't want to, you know, if everybody else in the family maybe is okay, maybe it's just a few members of the family that you're having difficulties with, you don't want to ruin everybody else's party either. So I think that it is important to try to compartmentalize a little bit and um, to essentially try to file away in a part of your brain maybe some ongoing conflict and just kind of keep things light as possible with those members that you have conflict with. And just try not to get into things with them. You know, that's one approach, you know, and then kind of maybe table those bigger and more serious conversations for after the holidays. Another approach is to try to reach out to that family member or those family members and ask them, you know, is there a way that we can have a conversation? Um, is there a way to have the conversation beforehand um, just with them without other family present? Say, I want to clear the air before we all get together for the holidays. Um, that's going to be another approach that you can try to get a little bit of resolution beforehand or maybe lay down some ground rules of, okay, maybe we're not going to solve all our problems right now, but, you know, what can we do so that we can at least have a decent holiday together, seeing that it means so much to mom and dad or it means so much to some of the other people who might be there. And, and it, it, life is not, and I know this is common sense, but sometimes during the holidays, you know, everything gets all fuzzy and even if you're not drinking and, um, you, you want this Hallmark Hall of Fame, you want this Lifetime movie ending, and it, that, that's not the way real life works. So maybe going into it, you should realize, yeah, appreciate what you have for what it is and don't overload yourself with expectations that can't be met. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the Hallmark movies, hey, listen, I love Hallmark and Lifetime and Christmas movies in general around the holidays, especially it's nice, it's uplifting, the way to rewind, uh, you know, unwind for many people, but they do also kind of contribute to those expectations that everything's going to have this neat little bow at the end and a happy ending, right? So whatever conflict they have in these movies, it always gets resolved by the end. Everyone's happy. There's no ambiguity, and obviously that's not real life. And I, I do think that it's really a great time, though, during the year to try to practice self-compassion as well as others' compassion. I know that that can be hard. But even if things can't be perfect, wrapped up in a little bow, what will improve how you get along is to just try your best to say, what if there was a different explanation for this? What if I gave this person the benefit of the doubt, even if maybe they didn't deserve it? Um, it's an important thing to think about. And also for yourself, any mistakes that you've made. Um, really giving yourself a little bit of compassion for that just because all of us make mistakes. We're going to say things we don't mean. And then to your point, Tommy, about people drinking around the holidays, like trying to be festive, maybe trying to relax, but also when you drink, um, your impulses um, are not as well controlled and essentially that filter is down. So if you know that you're gonna be in conflict with people, um, maybe might be good just to have like the one drink and maybe not two or three, you know, so that it doesn't explode into something that you didn't mean to say. That, that never happens to me because as those who know me will tell you, I have no filters to begin with. Um, <laughs> When it comes to, um, and people are starting to text in some questions here at 504-260-1870, the Oakland Heart Jeweler Talk and Text Line, um, somebody has a question here about um, getting in a conflict with their significant other, overspending for family. Best way to resolve that? Because first you got money issues, which are sometimes going to be a big sticking point between couples. Now you factor in the holidays and families yeah. with her family, my family. Holy moly, how do you solve all that? Oh, wow. Well, that's a 
huge, like, you know, set of questions, but I think that it is important to lay well, down jump some in ground where you rules feel about finance. You, you are the licensed yeah. clinical neuropsychologist, Dr. Judy. That's why you're here, so jump in where you feel comfortable. Uh, okay, great. Well, I think the good thing to jump in is financial boundaries. Everybody's going to have different ideas about this, and obviously around the holidays, a lot of people want to get really spendy, and that might or might not fit your budget, but you might feel that pressure to do it. So it's important to actually try to have that conversation as early as possible. Obviously, now we're a little bit deeper into December, but, you know, for the next year, great to have that conversation maybe right after Thanksgiving. So everyone's on the same page. But there's also a lot of different ways that you can still express thanks and give gifts without having it cost so much money. You know, you can do Things like, okay, let's just do a white elephant so everyone has to buy one present instead of 10, or let's put a limit on the price um, of the actual gifts that we're going to buy. Um, and I think it always has to be, you know, cater to the person who is going to be most conservative about their budget. It's not fair to push somebody into spending more. Um, so it's like, okay, in our family, what is, you know, what is what are the people who are most conservative about the budget, most comfortable with. And you have to go with that. And if you want to do something spendy, then just do it with a select number of individuals who might have that budget in mind and who wants to splurge in that way. And it's okay. You don't have to do everything around the holidays with every single person in your family. So that's another part of the solution. Somebody else texted in here and said, um, basically, it's a long text, but I'll try to, to encapsulate it as well as I can. Um, one member of the family has a drinking problem. Somebody else who hosts the party tends to force alcohol on people. And how do you navigate all of those waters? Because some people as hosts can be kind of forceful when it comes to alcohol. They want to give everybody a drink and they want everybody to jump into the pool and have, not, not literally, but you know what I'm saying, and have fun. And sometimes that's not best for people to do. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if you have any food pushers in your life, Tommy. Um, what do you call I them? definitely have some where food pushers, where basically people are like, oh, just eat some more, like yeah. have another bowl. And obviously, it's, it's their way of showing caring. And uh, there are some people who do that with drinking, and mm -hmm. it might be their sh way of showing caring. But and the other thing is, they want, you know, they want a, a friend uh, to drink with, An right? Eating kind of, buddy, that, a drinking like, buddy, a drinking buddy. Yeah, eating buddy, a drinking yeah. buddy, exactly. So it may come from a good place, but. You know, it is important to be firm about those limits and just say, you know what, like, I'm, I'm really okay, but thank you so much. You know, I already had one, you know, um, sometimes to uh, try to get people to stop bothering you, you probably should have a drink in your hand that's a virgin drink and then just basically put a lime in it and be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I got tell my drink right here. Cranberry juice, <laughs> cranberry juice and lime is the way to go. That's what I do all the time, and nobody knows any better. I agree with you. Yeah, so, you know, I think you do have to sort of exercise some of those controls yourself. And then just know that, for the most part, it's probably not coming from a bad place. Obviously, it's super annoying. But, you know, you should still kind of think about those boundaries even before you show up at that event and think about, okay, well, what's my plan? It's this person who's always pushing drinks on me. Okay, I'm going to get my cranberry and lime a la Tommy's idea. Like, I'm going to have that ready after my first drink. So if, if they keep asking me, I'm going to say, no, 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 here we go. I'm having a lots of cranberry right here. Don't worry about me. You know, you have to do that sometimes. And people may not take no for an answer. And you have to have those controls yourself. All right. Talk about control. Let Jordan Fiegel runs a tight ship. Dr. Judy will take a break. When we come back, we'll pick it up here. 504-260-1870 if you want to 
talk about the holidays, navigating some stress. I'm getting a lot of texts from people. One person said they lost their parents. It's going to be different this year. Somebody else said that they are recently divorced. Somebody else recently broken up. We'll talk about handling some of the downsides during what is supposed to be a very happy time of year. Dr. Judy Ho, our guest, clinical forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. 937, 23 till 10, traffic now, WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 943, 17 till 10. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Dr. Judy Ho, clinical forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. All right, Dr. Julie, uh, Dr. Judy, rather, let me get to this text and then we'll get to the other ones. My adult son cut me off after his father died as part of his grief process. Previously, my son and I had a very close relationship. His father and I had been divorced for many years. And my current husband and I married 30 years, and he and my son were very close as well until he cut us both off. Here are the holidays. What do I do? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's so hard uh, when somebody basically says, I don't want to speak to you anymore. And, you know, it's not easy, but you have to respect those boundaries because obviously they're not really giving you a choice in the matter. That doesn't necessarily mean that you still can't reach out to try to mend a little. Um you know, just say, you know, I know that you didn't want to speak to me, but I'm thinking about you, leaving them a voicemail, sending them an email message, kind of like a no pressure reach out, you know, um, not necessarily asking for something in return, but just saying, I'm thinking about you and I wanted to reach out and say hello. Um, that's, and then I think the rest of it is really trying to find some closure on your own. If they never, ever say, I want to mend with you and I want to be uh close again how are you going to manage that right because you can't change someone's mind and so you do have to try to find some closure on your own and that's different for different people for some people they talk to a friend or family member kind of talk it out for other people they might go to a therapist for other people they might have to journal write a little goodbye letter to that person you know you don't have to send it but it's just a way to process what happened for yourself 
and I know that that's hard to hear, but oftentimes when people have made up their minds, it's really going to be up to them to reopen that door if they ever want to. And along those lines, I got a lot of text here dealing with loss of different types. Some could be a, a divorce. Some talking about a break in, a break up, rather, with a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Somebody else talking about losing parents. It is a time of year where loss can hit especially hard, I'm guessing, right? Absolutely. And I think it's just because, again, you know, there's this cultural expectation that this is a time where you're with family and it obviously brings to mind a lot more when you have a loss of a loved one or a family member because you're seeing everybody else get together over the holidays and you're really missing this person. I think that oftentimes it can be difficult um, to know that, well, grief can basically last essentially a lifetime you know if you really love and care about somebody you never really get over it and sometimes you think that you're over it but then certain triggers will come back and holiday is certainly a trigger for a lot of people so learning to expect that that's kind of the rhythm of how this can go can be helpful because oftentimes people you know they beat themselves up for saying you know well why am i so upset about this this happened 10 years ago and it doesn't really matter how long when you lose somebody it's always going to be painful at different points in life. And I think that, you know, one way to try to work yourself through the grief is not to get rid of it, but maybe to find something that's celebratory where you can honor that person's presence. Maybe taking out, you know, the photo album that you really enjoyed that has some of these memories with this person and visiting it around the holidays and telling stories about this person. Um, finding a day during the holiday season where you celebrate this person by doing some of the things that you know they really enjoyed with other friends or members of the family who are still living. Finding a way to celebrate and remember the person and trying to associate um, the holidays essentially with not just the loss of this person, but maybe you know, some of the positive memories and thoughts about this person can really help to turn that feeling around. This is an interesting text. It says, long story, but I am, in all capital letters, in a space in between, A-L-O-N-E, this holiday season. Is it better to just ignore it and pretend it doesn't happen or follow along, watch programs on TV, and the text goes on from there? Okay, so this person is struggling with, with being alone. Yeah, and apparently. Trying to figure out how... You know, how I guess what they're saying the is you just ignore the whole thing and pretend it doesn't happen, which is kind of hard because it's ubiquitous. You can't get away from it. Or do they somehow, I guess they're saying, try to embrace it or try to, to get something out of it, even though they are, and again, in all capital letters and spaced, A-L-O-N-E. Yeah. You know, um, again, holidays heightens that feeling of loneliness for a lot of people, even when they're around people. Loneliness is a perception. It's not about how many people you have around mm, you. And so point. feeling alone is tough, um, especially around the holidays. And I think that, you know, knowing that, owning that, that can be difficult, but trying to find ways where you can do activities that don't actually make you feel alone. For some people, they when they go into to groups, like for example, they say, okay, I'm gonna go and people watch at a cafe, it actually heightens their feeling of loneliness. So that may or may not be the, the thing to do. But you may find some activities that, you know, generally people can do alone and, and it can still be pleasant and interesting, like going on a hike, you know, um, you know, going window shopping, right? It doesn't have to necessarily involve people. That could actually help to boost your mood a little bit. And I think it's also just important to honor those feelings and say, okay, well, maybe I'm alone, but 
Like, what are some positive things that are going on? What are some things that I can lean into during this time? What are some things that I've always wanted to do that I haven't had a chance to do? Um, you know, really try to find the opportunity within that feeling of being alone and look for those activities that actually make you feel like you're exploring your skills and interests rather than heightening that feeling of, hey, I don't have anybody with me right now. This is an interesting text, and it goes to the um, travel aspect of it about spending time at uh, the holidays, spending time with relatives and, and trying to come to a, a uh, a happy medium of whose family to go to at what time and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, hints for negotiating that properly or successfully. <laughs> yeah, I know it can be so much because it's like all of a sudden you're going to four different Christmas get-togethers. Mm. Just be too. Have much, you seen you that know? movie Four Christmases? By the way. Oh yes, I, I have. It. Yes. Yeah, right. I love it, too. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's pretty real for many families. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, it's important to obviously it's going to be hard to say, well, I'm not going to go to this one because they're like, well, but we went to the one for your parents. Like people are going to expect that. But knowing that there has to be some boundaries, you know, it's then that means if we're doing four Christmases, can't be at each one for five hours. That's just crazy. You know, you're not going to get the best version of yourself either at all five. So it might have to be, you know what, there's got to be a beginning and an end time so that we can manage those expectations for ourselves and we can know when to expend that energy and be our best social selves. And if we think that hosts are going to be somehow offended, tell them that ahead of time. Hey, just so you know, we've got to get going at one o'clock. You know, um, it's just important to hold some of those boundaries for yourself so that you can be at your best if you're navigating multiple Christmases. And the hosts, I think uh, parents need to understand that the ultimate goal is you want your kid to be happy. So if they if they leave you a little early to go to the in-laws to keep peace in their relationship or whatever, just kind of let it go. Right. Exactly. You do have to let it go. It can be hard. It's a lot of like this for that. And, you know, what did you do for me? But again, going back to one of my first tips at the beginning of our conversation, you know, really trying to give that person the benefit of the doubt. You know, is there a different explanation for this that wouldn't put them in such a negative light? Trying to apply that rule overall, just in general in your life, but definitely during the holidays, it's going to be really helpful. And one final text here comes in about... Um dealing with loss of parents and so forth. Uh, how, do, how does somebody cope with that first Christmas without their parents? Yeah, the first Christmas without parents is so, so Or hard any loved one, again, I guess, really, right? Any loved one, yeah, because it's the first time, um, and, and you don't really have a template for it. But I think it is important to lean into the common humanity that we all share. You know, all of us have lost loved ones. Um, when you live long enough, you're going to have to have dealt with loss and grief. We're all going through it in some level. And just knowing that it's okay if you don't feel like celebrating this first Christmas. It's okay if you're not interested in having a big get together. It's okay if you cry at a Christmas celebration. Um, just allowing the emotions to, to be what they may and to not judge yourself for any of, the, of it. And know also that there's probably a couple of people in your life that you can lean into to talk about if it's been through something similar maybe in just a recent year or two. And just enjoy it. If, the, if, if your kid cries, just let it roll. Thank you, Dr. Judy. I appreciate your time. Exactly. You have a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. All right, Dr. Judy Ho, clinical Thanks. forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast, 953, 7 till 10. Newell, I think, is back on dry land after yesterday's cruise on, on the Seamount Natchez. I believe he has... Uh, found his way to shore, and we'll talk to him when we come back on WWL.
His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.